0: Welcome to Recovery at PAL. My name is Kelly and I'm a recovering alcoholic and I breathe by God's grace. We believe that God allows us to call out to him just as we are, and that we are worthy of the love and the help of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. No matter what's holding you down, such as grief and loss, addiction, codependency, sexual integrity, or your loved one who suffers from addiction, we are all recovering from something. We recover with Jesus, the 12 steps, and we recover together as a community. You can find our recovery page at palchurch.com. Click on the recovery link to find out more about us. Visit with us Thursdays for a free meal, worship, and small groups. In the meantime, please take a deep breath, invite Jesus to sit with you, and enjoy this message of hope that follows.
1: We've been talking about some misfits um, here through December and the Advent season. And um, so we're going to talk about, finish talking about them tonight. But first, Merry Christmas, a few days late. I hope everybody got all the uh, presents that you d- ever wanted, anything you desired. I hope when you open those gifts under the tree that it, everything you wanted was right there. Um, good stuff and, and just, just your heart's desire. Um, and I bet there's some folks in here just like me that didn't get everything you wanted under the tree, right? Um, But I've got a surprise for you. Um, It's still sitting there. You may not have seen it yet, but it's still sitting there, right under the tree, right where we left it. And sometimes we just walk by it, and we walk by it, and we walk by it, and then we put the tree up, and we put all the decorations up, and that gift is still there. And so we're going to talk about that. It's a surprise. That's the last chapter in the book we've been studying is surprise. So we've got a surprise for you tonight. Um, Sometimes, you know, uh, when we talk about the misfits, we've been talking about all of those people that that fit into the story of Jesus, right? And so we've read that story how many times? It, it, It gets told, it gets said a million times every Christmas, right? You know, there's these people in Jerusalem, and then there's these people, these wise men, and there's all of these people that that have been waiting on Jesus, and then he comes like a little baby, and you know, all these things go on, and we've heard that story, and we've heard that story, and we've heard that story. Um, the people, these misfits that we've talked about, that are part of that story, um, I think they're a lot like me and you. Um, you know, we put them up on this pedestal and, and we think about them and we talk about them and they're just like us. And um, that's the gift of being a misfit. They come from broken homes, homes that they've lost, homes that they couldn't hold on to. They're living in dark, lonely places and they're just restless, sometimes irritable and sometimes discontent. And they've been waiting on this, this gift, this surprise, this thing that God's wanted them to have for so long. And it seems like it just never comes. And then when they open the box, it's like, you know, some of the things Kelly's talked about before. You know, it's a, it's a little horse, but it's got three legs, and it's a reindeer, and it's got spots all over it, and it's all these things, and we just put it back in the box, and we don't want it because we don't, don't want to use what we've been given. We don't want to have fun with it. These shepherds that we talked about, isolated, just like us sometimes, they're cold, they're lonely, they're worn out. They're out there in the field all by themselves. And then you got this faithful old man. He's he's just broken down. He's faithful, right? But he's just holding on. The Bible talks about him being an old man. He's probably in his 80s, and he's just holding on and holding on waiting for that promise that was given to him a long, long time ago. Is it ever going to come true? And then you got this widow lady. She's been hanging out at church, going to church, doing all the right things, and she's just been hanging on and hanging on, and she's been living in her grief and her loss and her pain for decades, waiting on that promise. And then you've got this poor virgin girl, And she's from the other side of the tracks, right? Nazareth. What good ever comes out of a place like Nazareth? One of the disciples even said that. Um, She's shamed. She's shunned by all of her friends. Nobody wants to be around her. She's broken the rule, right? Nobody wants to hang out with her anymore. And she's alone and she's afraid. She's broken. And her fiancé... This old guy, he's just a hard-working, poor guy trying to make a living, put food on the table every day, right? Old Joseph. And while he's doing that, he gets this dream and this vision, but he's just like us. He's walking through the days, and he's probably still wondering, did she betray me? Did she really turn her back on me? I mean, I'm walking through this stuff, and I don't know. You know, this had never happened before. I don't know, all of them, misfits, lonely, tired, afraid, worried, burdened down with guilt and shame, unfulfilled promises, sadness, grieving, pain and darkness. Those are the folks that we've been talking about. Sounds like where I've been. Sounds like where I've been in my life. Sounds like where I wander to, where I'm prone to wander. High up on the mountain tonight and go home, and in the morning I can wake up right there, right where I was. Hanging on, looking for hope, trying to still believe. And then it's Christmas time, and I have all the smiles. How was Christmas? Oh, it was great. Great. Did you get what you wanted? Oh, yeah, I got everything I need, man. Got everything I want. It's a great Christmas. But yet, it seems to get harder through the years sometimes. We think of lost loved ones. We think of people that have left that won't come home. We think of kids that have gone off and they're not coming back for whatever reason. And it's like, great Christmas had a great Christmas. Um, those same folks, they had a lot of years and years and years of fighting the same thing. Me, being a misfit right there with them, you know, I want to believe. I want to believe that all those promises are coming. You know, it says so in the book, right? It says so in the story that we tell every year over and over and over again of this great thing that happened to all these people, but it's not happening to me. So, I just want some relief sometime. I do. Is there really any light at the end of that tunnel? You know, or is it that freight train, you know, coming at me? We've all heard that joke. You know, is it a train coming at me? Um, and then I get up in the morning, and I'll, tomorrow morning I'll walk by my Christmas tree And there's that present I was telling you about. Surprise. It's there. Am I willing to open it? Am I willing to believe? Do I really believe all of these things I come in here on Thursday night and I hear? Or maybe Sunday morning at church. Do I really believe or am I just going through the motions? Smiling at everybody, telling them, I'm okay. Um, let's look at some scripture, see what God says. Isaiah says in his book, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. And then in the book of John, 750 years later, you know, we're, that, we're those people that we want everything right now, right? So these Jewish folks were waiting on the Messiah 750 years later. John says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. I love that. The darkness can't, not only can it over, not overcome it, it can't even comprehend it, right? Right? The evil one, how, he can't even comprehend what Jesus did, much less defeat it. Do we believe that? Surprise, it's true. Let's see what happens when we believe and hold on and trust Jesus. Let's just look at our characters, right? The shepherds. Those lonely guys, cold out in the field, all by themselves. Guess what? They were the very first ones to see Jesus on this earth, face to face, except for his mom and dad. That's a pretty good gift. Surprise. Simeon, that old man, that was his name, right? He had hung on and hung on. He was too old to be alive. And he got to go to the temple when they took Jesus there and he held him and got to see the Messiah. That was the promise that was made to him long ago, flesh to flesh. And then Anna, the lady who had lost her husband six decades before and had lived in the temple and gone to church and remained faithful and done what she was supposed to do, she got to look him in the eyes face to face. And then Mary and Joseph, those outcasts from Nazareth, from the other side of the tracks, they got to nurture and raise and be the parents of the Son of God. Surprise. Ah, do I believe that? Do I believe that if I have believing faith and that I take the action that God tells me to take, that I'll have a personal relationship, that I'll get to hold Him, and I'll get to look Him in the eye, and that He'll walk with me every day through the house, see Him playing out in the yard with the squirrels? Do I believe that? Or is that just for somebody else in a book that was written 2,000 years ago that Isaiah talked about 2,750 years ago? Great story, right? Great history, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do I believe it? Do I really? Is it for me? You know, the thing I was thinking when I was doing this is one of the chap, the first chapter in our book, Misfits was called Worth. Jesus made them worthy, right? They took the action. They did what they were supposed to do, and Jesus made them worthy. And then the next chapter talks about home. Jesus made His home with them in their pain. Those are the next chapters, home, pain, and with. He did it all at one time. Do you think there's a message in there for us maybe right now in 2022? I think so. Um, there's a song in the book. We've all sung it probably, I know I have, a hundred times this Christmas season. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Right? This is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. I really didn't know what that was, so I looked up pining. Darkness, disappointment, despair, sin. till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Somebody ask you tonight, are you worthy? Do you feel like you're worth what Jesus did for you? Would you say yes? Do you believe it? Do you? It's the truth. He made them worthy. We talk about him a million times every year. Old shepherds people from the other side of the tracks, old people, right? We talk about them every single year. That's pretty worthy. What a great song. (sighs) Surprise, because that same gift is for us tonight. It's for us tonight. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? But I still can't figure out why I don't open that present, right? I walk by it. I still walk by it every day. I come in on Thursday nights and by Friday morning, I'm just just who I am. And I don't think it's for me. And I thought about some of the things I've said through my recovery and before my recovery. Why me, God? Why us? Why can't I stop? Why don't they quit? Why won't she call? Why won't he come home? Why can't they hear me? And why won't they listen? God, what's wrong with me? God, what's wrong with you? I've said them all. I've said them all more than once. As I look in the mirror, is that me four days after Christmas? Yeah, I had a great Christmas. I got all these great gifts. Got to see the kids. Yeah, it was great. But when I look in the mirror, is that what's, what's in my mind? Is that what's on my heart? God, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Why don't you bail me out? Maybe, just maybe, I'm still wishing. I'm still wishing that something would just happen. Um, But like most gifts, under the tree, you go and you open them up and you pick them up and you look and there's a set of instructions in there. Oh, no. All us guys that have ever been up till three, and ladies too, that have been up till three o'clock in the morning putting together something for the kids or the grandkids, right? And you got to read those blame instructions. All those old misfits read them. They were called the Scripture from the Old Testament, and they believed. And they believed if they, they read those instructions and they did what those instructions said, that He would appear and their soul would feel its worth, and they hung on to that, and they hung on to that. Um, our set of instructions, we just read them just a minute ago. Step one and two says that I admit I'm a misfit, that I'm powerless over all those whys and how comes. Um, and. Even though I am, the light of God's love is going to shine on me right where I am. That's step two. Power greater than myself, Jesus Himself. Steps three says that since I believe one and two, I'm going to decide to follow these darn instructions, right? I'm going to to open that gift and I'm going to read those instructions. And steps four through 12 tell me, that as I follow the instructions and as I take the action to do those things, that I get to open my gift every day. Christmas is 365 days a year, right? 365 days a year. And when I look at people and they say, how are you? And I say, fine, I'm not lying. I'm not just telling them that. And I'm not going to my mirror every morning and asking all those, Why, God? What's wrong with me and what's wrong with you? I can read the instructions. I can do the work and I can take the actions. And then something amazing happens. Just like those misfits. Something takes hold. Something happens. And that gift, that surprise, it's Jesus. And He's real to me every day, personally. Every day. Darkness turns to light. Sadness to joy. We didn't rehearse that St. Francis prayer. I started laughing when Kelly started saying it. It's a new and better life. It's God in my heart. So, I start to know Jesus. You know, when uh, some of y'all have heard this story before, I grew up in the church. I was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Southern Baptist, dragged to church. Thank goodness, you know. Knew all about Jesus, knew every story. I can't remember a time in my life I didn't believe that Bible. I knew everything about Him. It wasn't until just a few years ago that I really got to know Him. And there's a difference. There is a difference. You can know all about Him. But until you know Him, that light doesn't really shine. And we're just wishing, right? I wish they'd listen. I wish they'd do. I wish I'd do. I wish I could stop. I wish I could change things. I wish I could live in the past. I would look at those Norman Rockwell paintings at Christmas and I wish I was back there. But when you meet Jesus, it's I'm going to walk through today with the king, right? And he's going to take care of me. And I believe. Have you ever believed in something so much that you you were just so excited? There's some people that believe we're going to beat Clemson and they're on a plane and spending thousands of dollars and they're going to run down to South Florida, right? Because they believe. They're excited. And we come to church and sit like our, sit every Sunday night, Sunday morning, and every Thursday night and we come here and we sit like our dog just died. Do you believe? that the King of heaven came down here for us. Do you believe that? Will you open the gift and look at how much He loves us? took me a long time to get to know Him. I want you all to watch with me this uh, video. It's a true story, exactly how it happened of a man who knew all about Jesus. Um, And then one day, God sat down on him. And uh, he got to know him. Let's watch this together. Amen. 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 From the manger to the cross to the empty tomb, that's why Jesus came. To let you know how much he loves us and how much he wants to give us that gift that we'll embrace and that we'll take. Um, That same God, the Holy Spirit, that took Jesus from His throne in heaven and somehow, some way, made a little bitty embryo out of Him and put Him in Mary's womb. We call it the incarnation. That same Holy Spirit that did that on that glorious holy night is standing there waiting for us to receive the love of the Son and He will take that heart of Christ, and He will put it in our heart if we want it. That's the truth. That's the gift. That's the surprise. And that's what makes us worthy, and that's when we know where home is. In our pain, and in our guilt, and our shame, in our darkness. If we want it, he'll bring that light from heaven above and he'll place it right in our heart, like he did the Lord Jesus with Mary so many years ago. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? How oh, it's the glorious truth of Christmas. And just so we'll know for sure, one more scripture. But when the fullness of time came, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that He might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Habba, Father, Daddy, Papa, Holy One. Therefore, you're no longer a slave but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. It's in the Bible. It's the truth. It's what he said. You can come to me, and I will come to you. There's a little sheet of paper Kelly put out. Take it home with you and meditate on it and read about it. We all want to get to heaven, and Jesus is wanting heaven to come to us. That's why he came here. The light is shining. It's right there for us. If we want it, will you open the gift tonight? We open it in the morning when you walk by the tree, sit down and just listen. He'll talk to you. He'll be there. Always. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We don't know how, we don't know why, but we know you love us. Beyond comprehension, you love us. May we open your gift. May we not walk away from it. May we grasp Him and walk in the light and walk in Your love. May we know You in a new way from this day forward. We ask it in the sweet name of Jesus. Amen.
0: As you journey into your next moment or your next 24 hours of recovery, know that you are worthy, loved, and welcome at Recovery at PAL any Thursday night from 5.45 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. Check us out online at PALChurch.com and visit the recovery link for more information. Let's close with the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference